welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge season 35, Total Madness, episode 4, Karma Chameleon. Great job, Nick. Thank you so much, Ash. Before we get into this episode, I would like to say that we turned on MTV five minutes early, which is a huge mistake. Never good to do that. (laughs) You think you're being prepared, and you think this time will be different. It's never different. It's always the same. Ridiculousness is just a show of people getting hurt. This one was a little different in that normally it's like people getting kicked in the nards, old people falling downstairs, you know, good, clean fun. Well, we tuned in last night, and it was just street fights. Yeah, I think I saw a guy get like a pile driver done on him on the street. It's like usually there's a theme. It's just like, oh, these are all whoopsies in a pool. And it's just a bunch of people having whoopsies in a pool. This one was literally just like, this one is called One Guy Gets His Ass Beat and You Think He Might Be Dead. And you're like, what is going on here with these pile drivers and these power bombs and these like somebody just running into frame and cold cocking somebody else? I'm like, this does not seem festive at all especially in these trying times folks and then it cuts to like the the panelists who are all laughing i'm like what are they (laughs) laughing at look that guy's teeth got knocked out and you're like oh my god this is horrifying anyway i'd like someone to start a change.org to get ridiculousness off my television seriously you know what else you guys need to do start that petition and also if you want more of us go to our patreon patreon.com forward slash reality blows also rate us five stars in the pot in the apple podcast app and uh, write a little nice review. We would really appreciate that as well. Without further ado, let's kick it off. This episode starts with everyone entering the bunkers after the elimination where Jay sent home CT and what can only be described as the upset of the century. Of the century. We hear Kyle laughing, going, ha, 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 CT, ha, 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 CT. And then we get an interview from Jordan, who looks like he's cosplaying as a steampunk, going, uh, this is the upset of the century, Jay sent home CT. Nick, what do you feel about Jordan's attire? Awful. I mean, what was he wearing? Like, he was wearing like a suspender, not suspenders, overalls, overalls but and with like a, a rip shirt. I really don't, I'm the, really not vibing with his facial hair. The I train mean, villain mustache. I really don't like the the snidely whiplash, you know, curly Q thing going on. I mean, sometimes I think that might look cool, but not on him. I don't know. I hate to say this. Is this a family full of tryhards? Is this a family full of posers, guys? Seriously, write us. Realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Are they posers? And you're talking about Tori and Jordan. Yeah. Not the challenge family. They're like kind of two cringes in a cringe pod for me. A bit. Um, At least they're verging on it. Sorry, guys. I do like them as a team. A little less than I normally do. Yeah, I feel like every season it goes down a little bit. For me and Jordan, it it, it was up, then it went down, it went up, it went down. It was on an uptick, especially War of the Worlds 2. And now, down. And is that 100% outfit based? I would say it's (laughs) 77.777 outfit. And the rest is kind of like attitude a little bit. Um, I, I do feel like his, like, I win all the time attitude is sort of getting to me and like, I know how to play the game and I'm here for Tori. Like that whole thing is annoying me a bit. So we then see Kyle in the bunks welcoming Jay to the CT club, the beat CT club, because Kyle did beat CT in that three person elimination. I think it was on 
War of the Worlds one. Probably. I don't remember this, so I had it to ask It had you the about rings, it. and they were all, they were, it was early on. Vaguely remember it, but yeah, he's welcoming him to the club. I don't know. I think that club has a bunch of people in it. Yeah, it might not just be the two of them, as it, Kyle says. It, it's, it, 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 he loses sometimes, CT. You yeah, know he I mean? lost in the, um, the gauntlet, right? To Brad? Yeah, I mean, he'll lose, like, over, like, some technicality stuff early on, but, like, I've seen him lose. I mean, he's, he's gone out. In, in shitty ways in the past, you know, three or four seasons. I mean, he's also won, so, I mean, that's yeah. CT for you, and he's also played this 17 times or something like that. So, um, yeah, he's welcome. I mean, Kyle really walking around big for his britches in this first couple of minutes. Yeah. Uh, laughing at CT leaving. What do, what do you think that was about? That was the first thing we heard of this episode. Ha-ha, CT. Yeah. Ha-ha, CT. What do you think that was about? I think it's uh, possibly based around Kyle not liking Rogan and Ro- and him knowing that Rogan is CT's like dude. Mm. I think there's like a little bit. I I bet you Kyle and C and CT weren't really seeing eye to eye. Interesting. Uh, the past couple seasons. Huh. That's a good theory. Then it cuts to Ashley and Maddie outside bonding. They um they seem to be forging a friendship here. They kind of seem like they should be two peas in a pod and not a cringe pod. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they're like both southern chicks. They're both kind of like, you know, pretty exteriors but like don't mess with them kind of attitude interiors. Yeah, yes, absolutely. And so I, I did, when I first saw this, I was like, "Oh, this could be a real unholy alliance. Yeah. But, um, you know. Maddie uh, says, I've got the bronze. You've got the brains. Yeah. And then we see them shake on camera. Uh, and it was, and I believe Maddie's like, I'll never say your name, right? Was, yeah, was they like both said that. Because that. you got to know, now that we know that D's like, you didn't shake and you didn't say it on camera. Like, there's all these levels of making an alliance with somebody. Yeah. Now you got to count all of the levels. You're like, okay, they shook on it. It was on camera. They did say they're not going to vote for each other, but did they do it off camera? Like, you have to make sure you get all the levels. And, right. Or, or somebody will backstab you and be like hey bro you didn't hit level 69 i feel like this this season of the challenge is being edited in a way where it's sort of a primer for new challenge watchers like they're showing they're like okay see them shake on camera now that's important now you need to know later we get to jenna sort of explaining how voting works in the house and then later uh in the episode another thing happens at, at elimination which feels sort of like a this is a thing that could happen on this show it feels like they're welcoming a bunch of new viewers and in other ways rewriting things changing history calling rookies prospects that's weird we don't understand it it's been happening the past couple of episodes and i just kind of felt like oh the person who said it isn't just hip to the terminology yet you know because i was seeing a lot of prospects say that um and so i was like oh okay maybe they just don't get that they're called rookies or but now i'm i'm definitely hearing it as like it is a pointed thing that i produce is being produced for people to say you don't say rookies anymore you say prospects why ash why i don't know i like the word rookie so much better i think it has much more catching than prospects it's demeaning also, in this situation, it's demeaning. Mm. And, you know, when you're a rookie, it's like you don't you don't know the ropes yet. Hey, listen, rookie. Like, there's a lot of that. But like, when you're a prospect, you're like, oh, this is an up and comer. Like, you gotta yeah. watch out for this person. Maybe uh, they're yeah. just trying to like, um, you know, sort of normalize the shock of having so many new people on every mm. season by mm. calling them prospects. Because it used to just be, it felt like more vets and then kind of a handful of rookies. Maybe that is exactly what it is, Ash. 
fresh. They don't want it to seem like, well, so every season there's going to be more rookies than anybody else on the show. That seems odd. Right. Uh, so if you call them prospects, it kind of makes it seem less of like a disparity between the two levels. Yeah. Um, also, maybe the fact that these people are not feeder system challenge people where they're not coming in from MTV shows where they've never competed before. Cause like if somebody was on the amazing race and then you're like, you're a rookie to what this franchise I've been competing on reality for a while. Right. You know? I won big brother. Yes. What do you mean? I'm a, rookie. I'm a rookie. Maybe there's something there or maybe the big brother people were like, I'm not going on the show. If you're going to call me rookies, there's gotta be a story here and tune in every day. I'm going to be putting out a 15 minute <laughs> podcast with interviews, clues and facts. And this is important because Ashley said, says here in an interview that um, a prospect sent home CT. And that's when we noted this. So this seems to have really shaken up the house. No one feels safe. Then we cut to the activity room where uh, Jay is talking to Jenny and Tori. And it's like, I can't believe I beat CT. And they're like, dude, you beat CT that you're going to, you're going to have that for the rest of your life. And then it just keeps cutting to like Rogan on a treadmill looking upset, you know, like it's this back and forth camera shot. And then that takes us to the bunks where we're getting sort of a, a spy sort of a, um, a, a side view through the door of Bear talking to Kayla, and he says, "Do you fancy me?" And Do she, you fancy me? She said, "I would, I would never date you." And they are just—they are flirting. Kayla, she, she's freaking bonkers, man. They're flirting in the bunks. <laughs> I had a good Bear going last season, did I not? You did. I don't know what happened. It transformed into like what? I'm Bear. <laughs> it transformed into a beetle, kind of. <laughs> It's tough to not go into one of the Say Beatles. that Kayla's beautiful. Kayla, you're beautiful. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she she's so beautiful. She 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 don't know what she's doing over there. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Kayla is trashed in this scene. She's super trashed. She's so drunk. And Anissa is eavesdropping. And uh, I don't know. I don't like watching people this drunk. You know what I mean? Like, you got scared a bit while we were watching this. It made me nervous because Bear is just like really putting it on Kayla, and she's like, "Well, I'm Bear. I'm very, very uh, cuddly, and I won't uh, do nothing uh, to ruin your relationship while you're very, very drunk." He's laying it on thick, and I know for myself, like if a guy is coming on to me that hard and I'm drunk, that at some point I'm like, "Okay, I'll." make out you know i can hey i mean not anymore by the now way is that all it takes uh, i'll remember that tonight <laughs> not that i'm an engaged woman but like in my 20s you know like a guy keeps telling you you're beautiful you're funny he loves you over and over again i mean she's bound to crack um then we cut to bear in an interview saying i just want to impress kayla and we see him pick up a fire extinguisher go into the girls room and spray everyone down while laughing like a madman it does seem like a great prank to do this i've thought about it for years anytime you see it you're like i just want to pull that thing off the wall and just spray everybody in a room with it but i have seen it being done before and it seems like the chemical aspect of it um ruins the funness of this sort of prank and i don't think that is different here i mean there is no windows in this place let's be real this is bad for your health what has just happened is bad for you and he doesn't run up and like spray a couple people in the shirt you know and laugh i mean he unloads like half a full of a full extinguisher of a big boy into a big into a little room and everybody is coded i mean he drenches the place Yeah. yeah it's it 
I would have hated this. I would have been so upset. We the, we then see um, like Ashley yelling at him and a security guard is in between them. And then Ashley spits in his face. Yes. And uh, Maddie doesn't like this. She right. takes offense to the fact. She says where she comes from, you spit in someone's face. That's it. That's total disrespect. And you, it's just the lowest thing you can do. I, I agree with her. I don't. I. I I am very uncomfortable. I don't like people spitting on people. I think that that you should be removed from a reality show if you do that. Ashley said that she did it because her mouth was full of the chemicals that uh, Bear had sprayed all over her, and then she was going to spray them all over him. Um, This this was ugh. I I didn't like this. So what didn't you like? I didn't like the spitting. I don't like spitting. I don't think that know, you should be like, allowed to spit on people on television. Don't you think Bear should have his ass kicked for what he did? Kind of, yeah, I do. I do. I guess what I'm saying is there's no winners in this situation here. Both of these people, this is a bad look for both people. But yes, Bear should also be removed from the show. I guess yeah. everyone should go home. I think Bear may, there may be a, uh, a case for Bear being removed from this show. Yeah, uh, because it's like I mean that that is an attack. It is a physical attack, and people are could get really really sick by the thing that he did. Um, and you know that being said, it seems like the people that weren't in that room thought this was very funny. I Tori gives an interview where she's like, in a strange way, it was incredibly funny. And now everybody's in the activity room. People are still upset. And then um, all of a sudden, what happens is Ashley says he sprayed a bunch of chemicals in my mouth, and then Maddie says, "I'm sure you've had worse in there, bitch." Oh, you know, I'm sure I'm I'm getting the words wrong, maybe, but it was to that effect. Oh, and then we were like, "What is going on? Why is Maddie coming for Ashley?" Like I was confused by this. It's confusing, and I don't think it ever gets cleared up. It doesn't. And then Ashley and Maddie started fighting, and then we get an interview with Big T, and she's like, "I regret aligning with Ashley," and. It's like, well, because well, is it? I don't know if it's because she's upset, like that she regrets aligning with Ashley because Ashley spit the stuff on Bear, or because well, Ashley's she, upset about it. Does she say this? Does Big T say this before she? Um, do we see get that interview clip before she starts saying terrible things to Ashley? Big T. I mean, I mean terrible things to. Uh, um, didn't you just say big? You just said Big T. Um, said I regret aligning with That's Ashley. That's an interview, yeah. So do we get that soundbite before Ashley starts saying terrible things to Maddie or afterwards? Because afterwards, I agree with her. Afterwards. Okay, so what she says to Maddie when they start kind of fighting over the spit thing, and it just kind of escalates in like kind of like a like a, like a school way. Like yeah. where somebody says something, the other person tries to get a thing, and now it's like they're angry at each other like for real for some reason. Misguided anger. And then that's when Ashley starts throwing in Maddie's face that she got arrested like over in the off season, basically yeah. for like, I guess a DUI of yeah. some sort. By the way, she's, I think she's had multiple DUIs. She woke up. She said she was driving while intoxicated, woke up in a hospital, woke up again in a jail. So that was her story in her interview. And I guess Ashley, she confided in Ashley about this and who knows, maybe a bunch of people on the show and Ashley threw that in her face in a bunch of different ways. Like, why don't you just go back to jail, like laughing in her face. And unfortunately, this is where Ashley loses, I think, a lot of people because her attitude always comes off a bit. I want to say, and, and it doesn't really work in this in this instance, but it still feels like it falls under this category because this is what I said last night. She feels classist to me. Mm. You know, she feels like a classist personality. And I understand she also 
seems like a hurt person in some way. I'm not crying. I'm just can't breathe. Um, <laughs> I know this is getting like weird. It, she feels like a hurt person. Yeah. Because it's so it's so just right under the skin when you tap her. Yeah. She starts trying to go for the deepest, darkest thing she could say to you. And she says this in an interview. She goes, if you hit me, I'm going to hit you way lower. That's just me. I'm never going to stifle myself. I'm never going to quiet myself. I'm never going to silence myself. So I feel for her in this situation because you can see she's just dug herself in a hole um, by the spitting and then the saying the shit to um, Maddie and you can just tell when, like, you have the person who is like, I'm just going to say whatever I can out of a reflex here to yeah. sort of defend myself. And unfortunately, it's going to make me look real bad. And everybody's looking around like, ooh, girl, that made you look real bad. Yeah. And she's, you know, I can't tell if this is a, a poor edit of the situation or if she's just shouldn't be on this show for her mental health. This whole thing was edited poorly, in my opinion, because then the very next thing is is Nani jumping up and getting into Maddie's face, and that is never explained as to what's going on. You know, it's never, Nani's never saying, like, I'm defending Ashley, or I'm defending the fact that we all got sprayed with chemicals and Maddie's acting like it's not a big deal. You know, it. I, I think it was poorly um, edited because then we get a a a banana interview where he's like this is just ashley doing this to get attention off herself and it's like what are you talking about like the spin that johnny is putting on this situation but before we get into that i want to say i agree with your i agree with what you're saying she is does seem very troubled and she does seem classist i like her but it's tough to like her right in this in this sort of situation where it's like i i get why she was pissed about the extinguisher I even get why she spit on Bear. I know that you're like, that's horrible, that's horrible, but, like, I don't give a shit. Like, if if if, if little Ashley's going to spit on big old Bear because he poured a bunch of chemicals into her respiratory system because she can't do anything else because she's going to get thrown off this show and she's pissed, like, I actually don't care. And if mm-hmm. I was Bear and I was the person who did that and then Ashley came to me and she, like, sort of spit on me and probably didn't even hit me with the spit... I would not be that offended by it. I'd kind of be like, oh, what are you doing? But then be like, I really don't care. I, I really <laughs> did fuck her up with this with this extinguisher, but I have to save face here. No Maddie, way. I don't understand Maddie taking up for Bear like that. There must be something else going on. And the Nani yeah. jump in, in an interview, it seemed to be chalked up to total madness. Like, oh, we're locked in this bunker, and I think it's getting to me, and I've been playing this game for so long, and I just want to win, and... She's trying to kind of explain herself out of this situation um, because you don't see her being on Ashley's side again. Right. Yeah. And even before, didn't they have they had beef last season? Yeah. So it's like, I don't really understand the situation. And you're right. Bananas comes in with the perfect political spin of just taking this terrible situation and trying to turn it into his storyline, which is like, I told you she's a snake. And you're like, what are we even talking about here? This is why I, I have a lot of frustration with the bananas centric season, because when he is in charge of the storyline, it's constantly changing and not making sense with what we're saying, what we're seeing. This will happen again in this episode. Um, in the elimination where bananas will say something and I'm like that has that doesn't make any sense he's just he's constantly trying to control the narrative in a way where it creates confusion for a viewer but when you have someone who like does isn't that self-aware like um, a D or something like that they're just actually saying what is happening and it's easier to follow but, but bananas is constantly trying to control the narrative and it
it creates a situation like this where he's like, yep, this is just classic Ashley trying to get the attention off herself. And it's like she just all she did was bring the attention on herself in this situation. But before we move on, I do think that spraying a fire extinguisher, it is toxic chemicals. People are inhaling on their skin and their stuff. It's really hard to get out of things. And like that was not given any time or, or really attention. That fact that this is like, this is bad for you. I like, mean, they show the room that uh, that it happened in and like later and it's just covered in just white particles and dust and you're like oh shit that's and there was also clothes in there and like but, and, and all the interviews are just people being like yeah that he probably shouldn't have done it but you know it was funny or like i'm not mad at him and then the clips are just like people being upset yeah i, I mean i think bear was just trying to do the you know the poker game flop part two you know he dove on a poker table yeah uh a couple seasons ago and i think he's been trying to follow that up ever since and hey this worked that brings us to the daily TJ welcomes them into a warehouse and says, this is going to suck. It's called Cold War. There's teams of five. And the way this works is um, there's divers and breakers. There's people in a pool, basically. It's a cold pool. And you got to get puzzle pieces out of this pool. They've been uh, attached to the floor with carabiners and the sides and stuff. And while you're trying to get these puzzle pieces out of the pool, uh, you have people from another team who are the breakers and they're breaking up a block of ice. They're sending it down a chute to make this pool even colder. Once you get the puzzle pieces out, you then have your three divers arrange the puzzle pieces as quick as they can. This was a flawed daily. It was flawed based on the fact that the pool started out being uh, 64 degrees. And by the, so, by, yeah. by the time the fifth team went in there it was like 50 degrees yeah there's a cumulative effect yeah. to adding ice that's not fair none of this was fair i didn't understand why they did this well they didn't have they didn't show you how they got chosen as far as order of team so it's like it really that last team gets the shaft big time yeah um and spoiler alert that last team bailed because it bailed. was so cold was in so there cold. so it was kind of flawed i mean you know it's a flawed challenge when like TJ's almost asking people to quit. Yeah. Because uh, that's exactly what happened here. Yeah. With um the the first team, the the break the divers um were Fessy, Rogan, and Josh. They were the divers. And so the divers are also doing the puzzle. And unfortunately, those three guys, they were able to get the puzzle pieces out. They really struggled with putting the puzzle together. And then Johnny chirped in to say, How many Chippendales? Uh, this looks like a horrible Chippendales this review. This is the worst Chippendales review I've ever seen. Yeah, he said that a couple of times. And yeah. then Nick said to me, how many Chippendales reviews is this guy going to? I mean, he might go to Vegas a lot, so you never know. Maybe his friends are doing it. But uh, he does. He did seem like an authority on the matter. I like that in uh, D called them a bunch of dum-dums, yeah. which I thought was funny. They, I mean, when they're trying to put this puzzle together, they get the puzzle pieces out pretty quickly, and then them trying to put the puzzle piece together is just uh, heartbreakingly sad. TJ said there's no possible way they could have fucked this up more. Yeah. I mean, and then Nani and, and Ashley, who are the breakers on their team, are just watching um, on the other side. They can't see the puzzle, but they're just, um, you can just see their faces falling as time goes on. That brings the next team. The divers um, will be, 
Nelson, Kayla, and D. And this team really struggles big time. They're yeah. in the water for too long. TJ tries to tell them to quit. Um, you guys want to quit? He keeps like walking up and being like, you guys, because their their hands are swelling. They're getting stiff. They're clearly going through the beginning stages of um, hypothermia. Um, and eventually TJ's like, okay, you guys got to get out of there. It's over. Like TJ calls it on them. Yeah. And then Nelson can't walk. And, uh, the three of them are taken to the medics and then Nelson leaves in an, in an ambulance. Yeah. Nelson couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it. He turned blue. That's really a bummer. I'll I'm say, not, I'm not watching the show to see someone leave in an ambulance. No, by the and, way. and let me just say that I know that I've, uh, uh, had some issues with the dailies in the past episodes. Um, I would say that this was more interesting to me than the last three, but still, I think, uh, kind of a flop, kind yeah. of a flop. I mean, Based the unfairness on, of it was un, was like just not fun to watch as a viewer. Yeah. You know, as the temperature kept going down in the pool, then it's like they should all be starting at the same temperature level. Also, like had the teams get created, we still don't know how that happened. So I don't know. There's too many people on the show still. Yeah. Um, we're really like, I don't know how Jenna keeps getting added to the cast she's just a nothing right she's honestly bringing nothing to this show um all of her interviews are sort of like dry of her just explaining something that's happening there's she's giving us no personality she seems honestly she doesn't seem happy in her interviews you know there used to be like a bubbly jenny i mean bubbly jenna where she would come in and be like i don't know What's Russia? And then we'd all laugh, you know? Yeah, but, what happened to her being stupid? Yeah, what happened to that being her storyline? But now it's just kind of her being very serious. Boring. And, and not talking about anything, but she's just giving us like a little bit of information. It, the p- people in her alliance are bringing so much more to this show, okay? Kayla is having some sort of a thing with Bear, you know? Nani, I think, has been in a couple of arguments at this point. It's just like... I don't know. I, Jenna's not, doesn't seem to be doing, she's not winning things. Yeah. She's not participating she's not, socially. She's I'm, not hooking up. Yeah. I'm like, what is she doing there? Yeah. Um, if she was dominating like dailies, you know, that would be interesting, but she's not. D is. So you know? let's let's just can we just zip through to, to what happened at the end of this thing? I'd like to get past the daily. You want to get past yeah, it? Yeah, I, I got some a couple more things to say. Okay, okay. So um, there was a a West team, which was Casey and Tori. They were the divers, and I thought this was interesting. West peed himself to keep it warm, so everybody was kind of swimming in his pee. I just don't believe that. Sorry, I don't believe that he did that. What do you mean? Because they didn't talk about it. It would be more of a thing if he's like would have peed on himself. I think that was like a soundbite. And then huh. I think Wes Tori said, like, said it I, in her interview. Yeah, but I think Wes said I peed myself in his interview. And then a producer was like, now, how do you feel about Wes peeing on herself? He's like, I'll dry, I'll swim in a whole bunch of his pee if it means be warm. Mm. I just don't think that it was a real thing. Throughout this daily, um, we get a couple of different times where Jordan is like, we got to get Tori into the tribe, into the tribunal. We got to get Tori into the tribunal. Team four, the divers are Bananas, Anissa, and Bear. They do it pretty quickly. And then team five, it's um, Corey, Kyle, and Bailey are the divers. And they they bail um, because it's so cold. Immediately. And it's gone down to 51 degrees. It started yeah. at 64, and now it's 51. I mean, 
Come on, y'all. So basically, the only three teams that finished the puzzle are Team 1, which we know took too long, Team 3, which is Wes, Tori, and um, Jay, and then Team 4, which is Bananas, Anissa, and Bear. And it comes down to them, and then who wins? Bananas team. So that's Bananas, Anissa, and Bear. And then the people on his team who we didn't see because they were uh, the breakers, they were breaking ice, were Big T and Casey. They win. Bear uh, is very excited about his win. And then Wes says, when Bear wins, it's obnoxious. And I'm sure you mentioned this, but I'll say it again because I didn't hear it. Uh, In this daily the winners all five of them make up the tribunal i didn't say that oh okay so yeah that is something that has changed a little bit so now you're like oh it doesn't have to be three people in a tribunal so maybe you know later it'll be only two people you know what i mean so uh and it'll get kind of dicey in there um so i'm i'm i was interested by this kind of twist on things i'm glad that yeah the tribunal is a little bit more flexible than it normally is me too i like the idea of five yeah me too me too that's Um, fun and it it, more personalities to make decisions you know you got more uh possible you know people aligning within a tribunal to like outvote somebody else they're it's is good possibilities here. And it's also wild that we got a lot, the people in this tribunal, Big T, Bananas, Anissa, Bear, and Casey, a lot of them got uh, have had a lot of screen time, especially in this episode, except for Casey. I don't know what Casey's deal is. Don't know I, who she is. I don't I know that during this um during this daily she kind of piped up in an interview to explain how it worked. She just kind of repeated how the rules work and I know that you know she uh last week she said that the purgatory was confusing, didn't know what to make of it. So, but that she's just commenting on the game so far and I'm like, okay, but who are you? Who do you like here? You know, like this isn't just a commenting on the game. This is a commenting on the social aspect of the game, which we're getting nothing from Casey um, at all. So that takes us to the bunkers. Let's go back to the um, to the bunkers. And Kyle and Maddie are kind of having like a little meeting. And they're talking about Ashley. And they're saying like, you know, basically um, it, we're going to get Ashley out. And let's arrange for it to be you against her. Like let's get Ashley out of the house and have it you against her. And um, it's just, you know, Kyle sort of parroting what he's heard Banana say. And then Nelson comes in. Nelson is back. He's safe. Corey's so happy. He hugs him so hard. So hard. That brings us to House nominations. Um, Kyle leads the voting, or he's like the speaker, you know, which I, that must have been a production thing where they were like. It seems like whoever sits in that chair starts it off. Yeah, but I would just think that Johnny would sit in that chair every time. I mean, he's kind of been sitting there. He hasn't sat there every time. He hasn't. Um, he sat there a couple of times, uh, but he, he I don't think the first time he sat there. Remember, he did the thing like, so let's let CT start it off. Yeah. That was when he was sitting on the side and CT was sitting over there. It must be a uh, like a, a blocking situation where the first person who starts the discussion needs to be down the barrel of the yeah. of the shot. And so they sit there. How are they deciding that? Is it a rotating thing? I don't know. I think that they're like, um, probably, they probably go around and go, who do you think is going to start it off? And then he'll be like, Kyle's probably like, I'll start it off. And they're like, okay, make sure you sit there. And then everybody sit around him. So Kyle starts this, but not with his own vote. No, he's like, uh, hey guys, you know, um, I think since I'm here, I'm going to start this off. And uh, here we go. Maddie. Maddie. (laughs) Maddie's like, well, I'll go. 
Uh, yeah, my vote is for Ashley. She did a handshake at the beginning of this episode saying, I'll never say your name. But a lot of things have changed. So much has changed. So we don't know when that handshake was. That could have been day one. That could have been hour one of That's this true. show. That's you know? true. Jenny votes for Ashley. So does Melissa. Then we get the one interview from Jenna where she's like explaining how voting works, where she's like, you know, people will look for any reason to vote for you. So if you get in a fight, they'll use that as the reason to vote you in. But, you know, it does seem like Ashley had it coming. And it's like, what is Jenna... I know we already went off on this, but I wrote down here like, what is Jenna providing? What is she? What is she adding to this show right now? Well, it's what's interesting about this particular interview is she sets it up as if she's about to go against the grain. It's like people in this house will just vote for whatever way somebody makes any mistake. They'll jump on it. They'll use that as a as a reason to vote that person out. And I'm just going to follow suit because that's kind of what I'm going to do. Because it does here. seem like she has a coming. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, so you literally just explained what we saw in the past 20 minutes and then just followed suit and didn't didn't ruffle any feathers, didn't add anything to the storyline. Well, okay. I mean, it's for new viewers maybe for people to yeah, like, that's understand why like she's feels... getting a whole bunch of views. It's almost like explaining why the edits seem strange. Like, why is everybody pouncing on Ashley for some reason? It's like, uh, can you explain the house mentality, Jenna? And Jenna's like, yeah, well, she fucked up the night before, so usually... And they're like, actually, can you say this exact thing right here? Right, right, right. It did feel like a written out like production, how to explain the game. Then D votes for Ashley. She says, she says I can't trust you anymore. This was um, wild. Uh, Dee is wild this season. Yeah, she's well, <laughs> she, <laughs> she really is. Can I say this, guys? Can I say this? Dee is on one this season. Yeah, uh, she she I, I when, when she came out and said this, I was like, whoa. And you know who else said that? Who else did that? I believe Josh and uh, didn't Josh and a couple of people have like that like uh fa- like uh, like I know fa- Ashley did Ashley facial like, reaction. Yeah. Josh was like his like head like folded in on itself. Like, yeah. It, this was a wild thing. She must have been very much aligned with Ashley during the beginning of this season because the reaction everybody else gave and like the way that she had to like in like almost like just get the courage up to be like, I'm going to say what I'm about to say and I'm also going to look like I'm like threatening with it. Like, Ashley, I'm voting for you and because I cannot trust you anymore. I don't know where you align. It's like, whoa, it just felt shocking to me. It felt to me unneeded because it's clear that everyone's going to vote for Ashley what, and it's I mean, like D's game is 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 insane is this all I think this is a mixture of Wes and the fact that she's a champion now yeah. right so yeah. she's not she's not a prospect anymore yeah. she's been on the show for three seasons you're definitely not a prospect you're definitely not a rookie after your second season especially if you're a champion you can't be called yeah. a rookie anymore no way and she's aligned with the you know the best politicker and the best kind of uh, a move maker uh, in challenge history some may say so She's got a lot of confidence. She's got those challenge muscles going right now. And um, boy, oh boy, did she exude it in this one statement. It just felt like, and this could have been an editing. Maybe she said it earlier in the voting process. But having that really be sort of like one of the last things we saw, it felt kind of like kicking a dead dog. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, it's like there are 17 votes <laughs> towards you, Ashley, and there's no statistical way that you're getting out of this elimination. I just want to say, fuck you. 
I'm not your friend anymore. And if I could vote twice against you, I'd vote twice against you, bitch. Like it did feel like unneeded. Yeah. Ashley um, gets on the table. She makes a speech and then she kicks something off the table. <laughs> She's just like, fuck everybody. I'm crying right now. But everybody knows when I cry before elimination, that means I'm going to win. And I don't know what's on this table, but... I'm kicking it off. Yeah. And like literally at this point, like everybody's just like, all right. Yeah. Nice. Nice going. Kyle then runs after Ashley. Ashley, 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 Ashley. I just want to give you a hug. I'm sorry. I I wanted to make sure that, you know, uh, nobody uh, else. You didn't need anybody piling on. I mean, everybody with their explanations. Because Kyle, he called the the voting off short because it was clear that everyone was voting for. But he he conveniently cut it off before he had to vote. Right. He's like and he's the guy who it looks like organized this yeah and then he was like listen i feel like i don't know what they were all thinking back there you know me i'm your number one so i just didn't want anybody else to say shit you know what i mean and ashley's like yeah yeah thanks what a move that brings us to a night out on the town and nick has a theory about the music they're playing my theory is okay so uh a couple of weeks ago they played orgies blue monday um, and then last week they played a Lincoln Park song and this week they played, uh, uh, a whole song. Um, and they're playing stuff from when I was a kid and used to like actually sit down and watch MTV when there was music videos and stuff. And I feel like what's going on here. This is the first season that they've done that in a long time. It's usually like weird covers of things and, some like up and comers who will like license their song out to the episode probably for cheap. You know, MTV's has struggled with the fact that they don't, they can't just play music and play music videos anymore. I worked for MTV at one point on a television show where we're supposed to be counting down music videos traditionally. And I can tell you right now, the struggle to be able to play a music video at random or just for one little clip on MTV is really tough. You got to get lawyers involved. You have to get, uh, record companies involved, and it costs money unless you do it a certain way. And with this, it's either that they realized that they still had the licensing for some music from back in the day, and they're just throwing it in at random, shit from 2001, from 1998. You know, it's like, or they've decided that their main demo is your boy. And that is who's watching this show. And they're going to be like, oh, we'll toss this Linkin Park song in from 1999 and see if this if this fan base uh, connects to it. And it did. I know ever, I never noticed the music, and I noticed when they put these songs in there. These are not songs that I like, really, per se. Um, I think I did like most of the songs that there's I heard. There's a nostalgia element. Like, there's such nostalgia yeah. in it. And I'm like, oh, okay, this kind of feels like bringing Derek back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like another version of bringing Derek back on this show. So I, I commend whoever's doing that. It, it, it gave me a little pop of joy, and it has for the past three episodes. So they're out and about, and they're at a bar, and Johnny is talking to Big T about Ashley. And then we get some interview clips of Johnny talking about how Big T is one of his favorite people. Big T is so funny. I've heard this from a lot of cast members. People, Big T seems to be a cast member favorite. I wish editing would show us more of her being funny, more being sort of this character that everyone keeps saying that she is. Uh, Do you think it's because people are not worried about her she does not seem like a threat so that's why people like her because she Mm. seems like she has a tiny demeanor about her you know she seems fun and cute and harmless Mm. um you know so 
it's interesting because I kind of feel like this episode, if it did anything, was sort of push her character along a little further. And, yeah. And fill it out. Fill it out. Fill it out. Um, and I heard this before about her. Like last season, people said this. Um, so Johnny's like, this is your moment. You're in tribunal. You need to use this power. And so Big T goes to talk to Kayla, Nani, and Jenna separately. The, the Holy Trinity, as she calls them, she goes to talk to them separately and makes an agreement with all three of them that she will protect them if they will protect her in the future. This is like the um, absolute opposite move that was pulled on Jen uh, from, or Jennifer or whatever, the person who got voted off first on yeah. the show, which was like, you're in the bottom and we're going to basically manipulate you and make fun of you by uh, Johnny and Wes giving you tips on how to survive in this show. And now you got Big T where it's like, you're on the top and I'm Johnny and I'm going to give you tips on how to survive in this show. But the real ones. Yeah, but they're actually going to help you yeah, and not make a, make you look like a fool. And it's all really, I think, the fact that what's going on is just like, this is how somebody like Johnny, you know, keeps himself busy in the first couple of weeks of the show. Yeah. You know, especially on a, on a woman's day. Yeah. Where it's just like, I don't give a shit what happens here. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to befriend Big T and I'm going to be her, you know, um, uh, uh, teacher in this situation right. mentor challenge mentor. mentor and you know nani jenna and kayla they all respond positively to this it seems like a, a good moment i do like big t's kind of like language here where she's like you know your name has been thrown around a bit and they're like by who and she's and like some, some people. people some people have done it <laughs> and nani in particular is like that's very interesting because i feel like all my friends are in the tribunal and i they wouldn't say my name yeah and, and then <laughs> and then big t's like well you never know what's going to happen <laughs> Um, that brings us back to the bunks, and we hear Bear uh, standing outside the bunks in the hallway. He's talking to, I think, Wes, and he says, I'm starting to fall in love Wes with and Kayla. Rogan. Wes and Rogan are in this. I'm starting to fall in love with Kayla. He's yelling at Kayla, who's in bed, like, Kayla, didn't you say if, if I went home, you'd miss me? And Kayla's like, I didn't say that. And then I'm like, to Nick, I'm like, why is Bear so after Kayla? And you still, you still think it's a storyline situation? I think it's a combination of you need a vote on your side. You need a storyline and you also need a warm body, you know, next to you. And uh, it's I'm these two. I would say uh, Kayla and and Bear almost seem like counterparts physically, hmm. would you say? Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Kind of like dangerous, you know, tattooed. Yeah. Fit. Yeah. People. Yeah. You know, and so I kind of feel like that they seem like they would look good in like Instagram pictures together. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily shipping them in this moment, but I am saying that it does sort of fit. And, you know, if all parties were single, I mean, why not? But but why not go for a single person? Nani is single. OK. Maddie is single. Um, it seems like Big T is single. It seems like there's a lot of single people in the house. Why don't you go after them? Maybe not. Not bear style. Yeah, who you know, knows? Maybe he really has a thing for her. Yeah, maybe he really Or maybe does. he gets off on getting girls to cheat on their boyfriends with them. Oh, my God. You never know. That brings us to the tribunal. We have our five tribunal members talking about who they want to put in. Seems like they want to put in D. I think Anissa says she's fake. And then Tori and Maddie's names are also on the chopping block um, because they want to go in against Ashley now that Ashley has been nominated because they think that they can beat Ashley. That brings us to... So those are the three people that are nominated. It's D, Tori, and Maddie. It brings us to the interviews 
Maddie comes in and they're like, why do you want to go in? And this is when I, I thought that this whole episode was leading up to sort of a Maddie Ashley thing with, with Maddie sort of driving that. And instead Maddie's in this interview is like, yeah, I like to gamble, but uh, not yet. Yeah, she was like, I'm not into this. I don't want to go in yet. Yeah, and I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I thought that you and Kyle had arranged this for you to go in. I was under that impression. Then Tori goes in, and she's like, I want to go in. I want to get, um, you know, if it's if it fits my skill set, I want to go in. You know, if it's physical, I want to go in. If it's a puzzle, I don't want to go in. And then Johnny's like, who do you think we should put in if it's a puzzle? And she's like, she's like, put it, you know, D. And then Johnny's like, oh, so you want D to go in. And Tori's like, no, but D beat me in a puzzle last season so i'm just saying like if it's a puzzle and then tori's all of a sudden like i felt like you guys are like my friends like five minutes ago yeah and they're kind of there's a there's a coldness coming off of the The tribunal uh is being painted by the people who got called in as sort of like an inquisition yeah um especially this episode i didn't necessarily see that there must have been a lot of stuff leading up to it um that kind of added to it but I didn't necessarily see that except for the fact that Johnny just looks kind of defensive in, in his um, in his interviews. Especially with D. When yeah. D comes in, Johnny is like, you know, they the tribunal asked D, like, who actually led the charge against Johnny last week, but did she have an accomplice? And D was like, yes, me. And then Johnny, like, instead of... Johnny looks a little shaken by this. Like, he doesn't look like... He's not taking it in good fun. Yeah. He he, he seems salty about it. Seems it seems like a... He, he's acting as if it was a direct attack, like a yeah. personal attack on, on him when it's it's the game. Yeah. And then D basically says, like, if you, uh, you know, if you... I can say from this point on, I'm not going to say your name anymore. And it's like, why is she saying that to right. him? I it mean, doesn't make any I, sense. Because she's also trying to go in. I mean, she's that's, trying to that's go the in. thing with yeah. this is she wants in. She's like, I screwed up the first time. I had the chance. I got the chance now. I want my red skull. Put me in there. If it's physical, I got it. If it's a puzzle, I got it. This is mine. It's so confusing. She's like, I won't I won't say your name, but will you say my name? It just It I think what may be going on here is that. There's like a little bit of like, why did you say my name? You know, I'm working with Wes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was kind of what was behind this a bit. Like, that's that's fucked up because you know that we're working with the same people. We could all be a good, a nice, good alliance together. And yet now I'm finding out that you're plotting against me last episode. So there might have been a little bit of that in there. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Then after these um, these meetings, we see Tori come in and she's like into the activity room. She's like, they're on a power trip. And then at the bunkers, Dee comes in and she goes, they're on a power trip. And Tori's like, I just said the same thing. You know, so it's like really driving on this idea they're on a power trip. And then uh, an alarm starts going off in the bunkers. We haven't seen that before. And everybody's like, oh, yep, this is what happens every day. And it's yeah. like, wait a minute, an alarm has gone off. We find out the alarm is when... When, it, when everybody's being called to purgatory. Yeah. I would like a little bit more on this. Uh, it's It sucks that this is the fourth episode and this is getting introduced to us. Um, just don't show it to us ever if that's the case. And number two, it's like, it's kind of cool. So it's like, awesome. Show it to us. I, do I would it like, in the first app. And I would like to know, like, maybe is this the middle of the night? Like, how much are they not expecting this? Is right. it, was this a half hour after the tribunal met? Like, where were they in the timeline of this day? How much time do they have to get ready? Right. They have to drop everything and eh, go? Drop the ball on that, folks. Yeah, really did. Same with the loofah locker, okay? <laughs> where is the goddamn loofah? 
Schlafalaker. These are some things we want to know. That takes us to purgatory. That's when Nick looks at me and he goes, it's 9-10. What is this, a 20-minute elimination? And I was like, that's a good question. It's usually about 10. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually 10, but it, it's at 9-10 at this point. We get the tribunal. Uh, well, first, you know, Tej is like, come on down. Whoever the house voted in, it's Ashley. Come on down. By the way, what I was hoping for, because I wasn't disappointed that this was 9-10. What I was hoping for, and they don't do this much anymore, only on special occasions, is the hangover piece of after the elimination something crazy happens in elim- elimination then they go back to the house and then they start fighting and that yes. sets us up for the following like i was basically hoping for a, that as a, well. to be continued yeah um so i was like oh something's gonna crazy is gonna happen and they're gonna go back and have like a blowout fight about something and this is gonna be exciting not the case not the case so ashley comes down and then um tj says okay tribunal because the tribunal by the way has three women in the tribunal who could go down there uh if they chose to to go in an elimination against ashley so big t anisa or casey could say i want to go in which wasn't really talked about that much in this episode it's really only brought up sort of now when tj's saying like do any of you guys want to go in and then they're like Big T's like, I'm voting for D. And then Anissa votes for D. And then Casey votes for D. Everyone votes for D. Um, and it is, I don't know if they're voting for D because of the what this elimination looks like, which is it clearly looks like it's a puzzle of some kind with a physical element, or if they were just going to vote for D no matter what. Do you have any theories? Um, I think that they uh, were going to vote for D no matter what. Okay. Because D was the only person that was begging to go in. And I think that really, if you're not going to go in yourself, uh, a real safe move is if somebody's going to throw themselves in, why why put your, why put your back uh, up as a target? You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's this is target free move based on the fact that the person was begging to go in. Yeah. So um, they put uh, D in, and and like I said, it looks like a a puzzle, but there's a physical element. It's called code breaker. You have to spin a wheel. You'll get a, a, a symbol, and then you have to break some terracotta pots that are hanging down by moving a, a large um die maybe it was like a 20 yeah, like yeah it looked like a 20 sided die or a 10 sided die or yeah something. you got to move it and then you can stand on it and break these terracotta pipes and then try and get your symbol chip out but you don't know which um you know which which terracotta pot is going to be have your symbol in it does that make sense guys i hope you're basically so. just looking for symbols by breaking pots and arranging and then once you get all those symbols you arrange them you flip them over they have challenge seasons um names printed on the back cutthroat rivals bloodlines and then you have to arrange them in the um the the chronological order of when they aired and then we get an interview from johnny and he goes um obviously i'm cheering for ashley what you've been literally Forming a, a, a army of negative opinion about her for, it seems like, weeks. Why are you voting? Why are you cheering for her? This is what I mean by Johnny sort of trying to control the narrative and giving us sound clips that then it just feels like I'm watching sort of a stitched together show. It doesn't seem to follow any real flow. So it either he either said it he, uh, in a few minutes or he said it in the previous, episode, in the, uh, previous past few minutes and we didn't report on it here. There's a moment in which he kind of questions his alliance with Wes. Now, does that happen as Wes is coaching D here? I think so. So regardless, there is a moment where uh, the D and Wes alliance seems to be threatening Johnny in a way. 
And I think that tidbit, that little soundbite, is in response to that. I think he's threatened by D and and Wes's relationship and wants D out of the picture so that Wes can focus on the Johnny Alliance and is scared that Wes might be doing some sneaky shit behind his back. They also show that, um, you know, later we'll see, uh, you know, somebody makes fun of Wes and we get a clip of Johnny being like, it doesn't matter if I'm working with him. I just love when people rip on Wes. There just seems to be maybe a little bit of a hairline fracture between the Wes and the Johnny Unholy Alliance that starts in this episode. Interesting. That's very, um, like, that's very... Astute? Yeah. I didn't catch that at all. And if that's the case, then this comment makes more sense. Instead, to me, it just seems like I've watched two episodes of Johnny leading the negative brigade about Ashley around the bunkers, and so I just was thrown by this comment. Um, If that's what's going on and they're not making that clear, then, then they are not doing their job there's a lot more episodes to go through here though ash and and i think that when he said i'm obviously cheering for ashley were you not confused i was a little confused by that but i wasn't as confused if i hadn't seen the previous scene in which he was feeling attacked by d's vote Hmm. i think that that is the seed that has been planted in the idea that johnny doesn't trust d and then now uh by proxy, should he not trust Wes? Mm. You know, is Wes the one that told D to vote for Johnny? I mean, we're seeing that, you know, Wes is making a lot of the decisions for D. At least we're seeing that he's advising her. That's putting some thoughts in, in Johnny's head. So I, I think there's a little bit more to that. So back to this elimination, it happens pretty quickly. This elimination seems to be based on luck. Um, and D gets all, all of her pieces pretty quickly, whereas Ashley's just kind of running around breaking pots, not finding her, her pieces. So D gets her five quickly, and then she's just trying to arrange them in chronological order. But she's never watched the show. I don't like that. I don't like when people come on the challenge that have never really watched the challenge, but it is something that happens, so I just have to accept it. But yeah, she doesn't know the shows, and Wes is trying to tell her, but everyone's booing and like making a lot of noise so she can't hear Wes. Ashley just can't find her chips. She's breaking pots, breaking pots, breaking pots, and um, then Dee, through what I think is just another stroke of luck, just arranges her things in the right order and wins. She wins, and then uh, as Ashley sort of uh as they blow the the horn and they both congratulate each other or like say good job to each other you know like you could see ashley's pissed and she's like oh yeah one of my things was dug under the dirt so i didn't see it like yeah it's like so you knocked it down and didn't see it fall i don't know find it i don't know but then ashley does just a classic ashley uh this is a classic ashley scene where she starts off by just being like i love you guys it's just a game like it was so great to be here like blah 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 and then she's like and fuck you wes (laughs) and then really starts going after wes Yes, and this is where Johnny's like, I, you know, honestly, I, it, it's just really nice to hear somebody make fun of Wes. I always yeah. appreciate it. Well, she didn't just say, I love this. I, thank you. I love being here. She's like, so happy to get out of that fucking bunker. Yeah. Like, I'm so glad to be going home. I, there's a there's a tad bit of poor sportsmanship happening here. Yeah. She felt ganged up upon, and, and she was, and she got ousted. So I understand that thought. Um, but, she also yeah. says here that she was also working with Wes. 
Right. And then like Wes was like, when? Like I never voted against you. And how was I working? You know, like clearly Wes has has made a lot of phone calls pre yeah. pre production. He's just working with everybody. Working with everybody. Um, guys, D wins. Ashley doesn't, and she goes home. And that's been our show. That's the show, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Do us a favor, follow us on all platforms. If Instagram is your game, you can find us at Reality Blows Podcast. You can find me at Nick Maritato. That's Instagram. On Twitter, you can find us at Reality Blows Pod. You can find Ashley at Ashley B. Roberts. You can email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. And as I said before, we do a Patreon. We give you two extra episodes a month for $5 a month. That's the $5 bonus tier. You can find that at patreon.com forward slash reality blows. And as always, may the TJ let you know when the water is too cold. And may the dailies get a little bit better. May the storylines get a little bit clearer. And may there be more people eliminated on this show because there's just quite simply too many. Bye. Bye.